What's up, everybody? Here at you with another episode of the SlackerCast. I am Greg. With me, as always, is Lawrence. Yo. Superman watching over him. Also from the S'mores and Doors podcast, Corey. What's up, everybody? And also with us again is Raw Raw Dog Cards 84, Dustin. <laughs> follow, follow me on uh, TikTok, Raw Dogs 84. Hey, he loves 84. him some TikTok. It's good to see Greg that you got to swim in before this uh, podcast. Man, I got Doesn't fucking Doesn't he look drenched. skinny? He looks skinny in there. I he thought that was a shirt design. Uh, he not. angled the camera so he doesn't look so fat. That's what it is. You know what, Dustin? Yeah. <laughs> we go right into childish shit. Uh, no, what we're going to be doing today is we're going to do a uh, top ten horror movies list. We talked about this uh on the creepy pasta episode that we did yesterday and it seemed like a good idea and something that'd be fun to do. So we compiled our list, uh, in less than 24 hours. It's going to be interesting. So I say, let's jump right into it. Gentlemen, uh, Lawrence, I have volunteered you to go first. So, uh, right. go ahead and tell us your honorable mentions first. All right. So honorable mentions are this man. VHS movies. I can just all of them. Any of the VHS tapes. Ah, that fuck, how did I miss those? That was worth that, that would have been on a list, but uh, I couldn't pick one. They were all so good. I liked them all, so I kind of loved Except them all. Except three, together. three sucked. Yeah, but I still like it anyway. It's one of those. It's it's not good, but it's okay. So next, I had Paranormal Activity. I had to give it a shout out only because it started that whole found footage shit. Interesting. It was because of that one, and I, I give it credit for that. Because when that first came out, no one else was doing found footage. Not even VHS was out like that. Kind of set up the whole uh, the whole thing for found footage. Devil's Rejects. I, I put that as a horror film. I know huh. some people may not see it as that, but I think it is. It fucked with me. It's one of those films I felt like I needed a shower afterwards. It was kind of <laughs> Rob Zombie. I, I don't like his Halloweens, but I do like what he does. Like it's gritty. It's you know, there's a lot of just aggressiveness in his films, and they, they just look like they stink, man. I don't know why. <laughs> Something about them, man. You ordered that's the why, DVD. That's why Diamond Dallas Page fit in perfectly there. He ain't lying. That's like, it's his universe or something. They All look right, like next, they stink. Next, I had, uh, I had Rosemary's Baby. That was a, that was one I've seen multiple times, and, uh, I like it. It works for me every time. I'm already impressed by your fucking. Yeah. And this isn't even. This just is barely missed your list. Yeah, this is just barely missing. Uh, Rear Window was another one. I know some people would call it horror, but it's got enough. You know, Hitchcock's good at thrills and shit. So I put it in as a horror film. That's my last one. So. All right. Corey, what about you? What's on your honorable mentions? All right. So I got five. So essentially, I'll do these from like 
what would essentially be 15 down to 11. Um, my number 15 is a movie I watch every year on the proper day of the year. And it's uh, the 1981 My Bloody Valentine. Uh, oh, yeah, that's that's cool. a movie. I, the more I watch it, the more I, I like it. Uh, kind of was late to the game on that one. Probably saw it maybe 10 years ago. Uh, number 14 uh, would be uh, 1931 Dracula. That was the first huh? first movie I ever rented on VHS. Uh, so it kind of holds a special place in my heart. Uh, what would be number 13 for me is 19, I believe it's 1990 Candyman. Oh, Candyman. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's a good uh, one. I, just, I love that uh, setting in the at Cabrini Green in Chicago and the whole uh, story behind that, uh, behind the Candyman on that. Number 12 uh, would be Frailty, Bill Paxton, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, nice. I don't think I've ever seen Maybe I have seen that. I don't remember. That's uh, a little little hidden gem for a lot of people that uh, aren't familiar with it. Uh, definitely worth a watch. And then my last honorable mention would be a classic anthology by George Romero, Stephen King, Creepshow. Oh, dude, nice. Um, what about you, Dustin? Did you have any honorable mentions? Yeah, I have four. Uh, the Ring is uh, one of mine. The uh, Rob Zombie Halloween's uh, child's I, play. I have, I want to fucking kick you off this podcast already for throwing that <laughs> shit. I, I know a lot of people hate those Halloween movies, and I, they're like not my favorite Halloween movies, but I like how gritty. Oh, yeah, Dustin, I said the same thing, dude. They, they're, they're not bad, but they just shouldn't be called Halloween. They should be called like the homeless guy killer or something. I, I, just, I just liked how grit, how gruesome they were. That's all. I, I don't right. really like horror movies, so yeah, I'm just winging this. Uh, Child's Play, like especially the first one because it scared the living shit out of me when I was a kid. And uh, and the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, oh, nice. I love that one. I, I know everyone sits on it, but it's funny. Uh, my honorable mentions are I had these just barely missed my some of these barely missed my list because I like had them in there and then I took them out for other stuff. But uh, I have the Grudge on there. I have, I really enjoy the Grudge. The Japanese or American versions? Both of them, honestly. I like them both. The Conjuring. Conjuring is a uh, is as far as modern horror day flicks. I really enjoy it. Right. Nice. Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, which is the best Jason movie to me. I also this this one would have probably been my number eleven. Would have been The Shining. And then, very close to it, I also threw in Creep Show on my honorable mentions. Cool. Yeah, Shining would have been in my honorable mentions as well. But yeah, go ahead. Awesome. But, uh, so we'll start with number ten. I guess we'll. Uh, Lawrence, I said I'd let you go first, and I'll, I'll go right. last here. So we'll go, uh, Lawrence, then we'll go, uh, Corey, Dustin, and then me. Okay, my number ten. I uh, decided to give it to. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the 2003 version from Michael Bay. That film I seen when I was 11, and it fucked with me hard. I'd Is never that the one it. with Jessica Alba? Yeah, no, or, Jessica or no, Biel. Uh, uh, Biel. Jessica Biel, yeah. yeah, Jessica Biel. That's the one with her in it. 
And I remember when I, when I seen that film, from the moment it started, I was like, I don't want to be here. Like, it's the most dank, dirty, swamp-infested place I've ever seen in a film. And his mask, like that Leatherface mask was fucking creepy. Like, the way they made it look. So that was definitely something that shook me when I was a kid. I seen it when I was 11, so. Uh, happy birthday, Jamie. She just had a birthday stream going. Oh, awesome. Yeah, uh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> All right, Corey, that brings us to you. What's your number 10? My number 10. Well, as I said, My Bloody Valentine is a movie I like the more I watch it. My number 10 is a movie, while I still love it, I think it's one that, like, fades just a touch every time I watch it. So my number 10 is The Shining. Uh, I don't know what it is about that that has kind of fallen for me, but, uh, I mean, I still enjoy it. Uh, it's beautifully shot. I've got the 4K. It's uh, looks great. Um, Nickel... Nicholson is great as well, um, but uh, still in the top ten. So, Corey, the story of them making that is crazy too. Yeah, yeah. Behind the scenes sure. shit. The story of the making of it is is really good. I actually like that almost more than the movie now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, not much to say other than that though about the shiny. Everyone's seen it. So, all right, Dustin, what do you got on your number ten? Oh, my number ten, I got White Noise. Cause it was. Dude, I forgot only, about that one. I don't like one. The only yeah. horror movie that genuinely creeped me out, really, and actually yeah. somewhat scared me, was that. Yes. So I put that in my as my number ten. Yeah, y'all remember? Y'all remember the uh, commercial for that? The trailers where they played the real recording of that ghost? Oh yeah, I, yeah, that was fucking weird. That that I was excited for that movie when it came was going to come out because. I was all wrapped up in the Art Bell EVP hype. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, but the way that they did it with with the white noise, of course, which is one way to do EVP, uh, was so different than the way like Art Bell like played them that it kind of bugged me. But but cool choice. I'm always supportive of Michael Keaton. So uh, um, my number ten is Children of the Corn. Now, of course, the reason I have some love for this movie is because, you know, living in Indiana around cornfields, the majority of my life had a big part in that. But also, man, it was just it was a different movie for its time. man. you had a movie about a bunch of kids who were killing adults. And that wasn't really common, per se, because, like, I mean, they were wiping out the entire town and the kids were basically running things with their crazy, you know, corn god cult thing that they had going on. So. But, but that one was a good one. The other Children of the Corn movies never quite lived up to the original. But that original Children of the Corn is a good movie. So that was my number 10. Yeah, all, all, but, all but that one, uh, pretty much turds. Yeah. I mean, two, two wasn't horrible, but, but you know what's weird? Like, even as bad as they are, no matter what, I'll always watch them if I catch yeah. one. Yeah. So moving on to number nine, Lawrence, what do you have for number nine on your list? Number nine, I put Sinister One. And it's it's honestly, it's one of the most well-done recent films I've seen, horror-wise. Like I said, those basement tapes in that film or something else. Like whoever came up with that was a genius. Yeah. And also, um, 
uh, Ethan Hawke's reaction to him is what really, really made him even that much worse. <laughs> he sure did. He's Not really much to say about it, though. But you've all seen Sinister One, at least. The other ones sucked. Don't watch two. It's one of the worst <laughs> films I've ever seen in my life. It's that bad. Uh, but that's all I got to say on Sinister One. All right, Corey, what do you have for your number nine? My number nine will be the original Evil Dead. Um, oh, nice. Bruce Campbell, Sam Raimi. Um, just a cool story. That's another cool behind-the-scenes story, how they came together and just kind of made that movie uh, really cheap. But it's still effective. A lot of people like Evil Dead 2 better, which is essentially the same movie, but like kind of more slapstick. But I like the uh, the dark tone of the first one, so that's my number nine. Good choice. Excellent choice. Dustin, on to you. Uh, my number nine is The Devil's Rejects. <laughs> fucking zombie movies. I, I love zombies. I love those characters, man. I love those characters. Not a bad choice, though. I mean, it wasn't uh, Lawrence's honorable mention. So. And I like that movie myself as well. I actually don't know if I like it more than House of a Thousand Corpses or less. It's because Greg, Greg, like you knew those guys were musty. You knew that when they broke in their motel <laughs> and they were stuck with them that whole day. And it's like, man, I don't know. It's like picking up the worst people from the bus stop and having them ride with you. Don't get rid of them. Now, I got to say about those movies, though, I like House of a Thousand Corpses way better than I, I, Yeah, I, I thought House of a Thousand Corpses was more... The Doctor Satan shit at the end is fucking stupid, and they can, of course, they completely drop that shit in Devil's Rejects. But the rest of the movies, I think, pretty good. Yeah, Who's I, the guy I, that plays the the, the clown looking dude, the balding Captain Sid Haig? Is he what's he like in real life? Is that guy like crazy for real? Because I can't no, imagine him normal. He's at conventions and awesome. He just passed away, I think, last yeah, year. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought he um, just passed away. Oh man, I but. Didn't know that. Uh, he's awesome, but from what I hear, the fans and shit. So, cool. Well, my number nine is Hellraiser two. It was the movie that really got me. Like initially, I didn't like the first Hellraiser. I saw it, and I'm like, I don't understand why people like this. This movie sucks. It was <laughs> boring to me. But then I watched Hellraiser two, and you kind of got the full effect of Pinhead in that movie. And after that, I was just hooked on the Hellraiser movies. But a lot, yeah, of like, a lot of people like two way better than one. So yeah, two two not. is two is definitely better than one to me. It's the reason I tell Lawrence he needs to watch it. But uh, yeah, Hellraiser two is my number nine. Nice, cool. So uh, I guess it's up to me now. Eight I gave to. Uh, well, you want to say we're doing eight now, Greg? Yeah, we're on eight. Okay, so Insidious one. I remember I had seen that, and for <laughs> one scene. One scene in Insidious where the, the guy's peering through the window when she goes back upstairs to check on her kid. That scene like made me actually jump out of my chair. I remember that that fucked with me. That's oh yeah, it was a good jump scare scene. I remember I know exactly what scene you're talking about. Yeah. That's a so good I, one. I gave that one on here. And that's what I got, man. I don't really know the making behind it or where it came from, if it was originally Japanese or not, but I like it for what it is. I think almost all of those movies are originally Japanese. <laughs> Either way, I liked it. All right, Corey, on to you. So my number eight is the, not the uh, 
not the one from a couple of years ago or the one from 2009, but I think it's 1974's Black Christmas. Uh, pretty awesome little slasher film set in a sorority house with uh, a guy calling, and uh, they're not know they don't know where the calls are coming from, but uh, they end up finding out. So, see, I'm gonna have to go with like Corey's list and have to put them on. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to end up like making a list myself. All right, I gotta watch this movie. Gotta watch this movie. <laughs> Black yeah, Christmas Corey. is another one I watch every December. So, do do you think that's a Christmas movie or is it like Halloween? Like, how does that? I watch it Christmas time. See, here's <laughs> the thing. You know, the there's always the argument about oh, is Gremlins a Christmas movie? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I say they both are because for one, in Gremlins, he gets Gizmo as a Christmas present, right? He wouldn't that's have true. Gizmo if he wasn't it wasn't Christmas, and Die Hard. Is a little more argumentative, but he wouldn't be in that building if he wasn't at his wife's Christmas party, right? So it's a good argument for it. Okay, it is a good argument. I still don't think Die Hard's a Christmas movie, but it's a good <laughs> <argument>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. all right, Dustin. What do you got for your number eight? <laughs> I got House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> <laughs> At least he had it above Devil's Rejects. Dude, this Rob Zombie list, man. All of his are Rob Zombies. Spoiler. Fucking. Yep. I don't have yeah. much to say other than I like Rob Zombie was, horror movies. Was, right. that the one where the, was that the one where the dude was turned into a fish? Remember he turns up. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was yeah. that, man? My, uh, my number eight is Paranormal Activity. Oh. And the reason being is because... That was the movie that got me completely hooked on the the found footage or mockumentary style movies. Like after I saw that, I was like, because you know I, I didn't originally like Blair Witch. Once I rewatched it later, I did appreciate it more. But Paranormal Activity did it to me, man, because it just felt so real the way they did it. The so, other ones weren't as well done, though. The other ones, no, that that, that original like. The scene, nothing was like that original first one. What really messed with me about that the first paranormal movie is when I, I, I can't remember what scene it was. Maybe she was in the bedroom when she heard it fucking stomping. Like it's coming yeah. stomping through the hallway and you hear that. I need to rewatch that. Man. I mean, it's yeah, been a couple years. I actually that, forgot all about you guys that one. Talking about I actually, I like, um, oh, man, I forgot that. I left it off my list. I actually took one of my honorable mentions. I believe it was Creep Show, actually, that I took off of my list to put that in there. So nice. Cool. So on to number seven, Lawrence. What do you got for your number seven? Number seven, I gave to I gave it to The Exorcist. The uh, original Exorcist. Nineteen was it seventy three? What year was that, Corey? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I think it's seventy three. Yeah, that film for me was like, it took it so serious, like the whole demonic possession. And even if you don't believe in all that shit, it, it does make you wonder. Now, it, Yeah, it definitely uh, did that to, to people. Especially yeah, since, you know, it was, it was one of the few movies that was actually, you know, other than the fact that the true story happened to a boy, it was a movie that was based on a true story back in those days that, you know, that's what really got to people because there wasn't a whole lot of movies like that. Right. That were horror movies, per se. That's what I got on that one. Corey. <clears throat> well, my number seven is the uh, 
OG Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. We talked about it like a couple weeks ago, so I don't need to rehash right. over that. But uh, uh, it's just a classic. It's another one that uh, just grows even more and more on me every time I watch it. So definitely, uh, definitely worthy of uh, any list, I would say. Yep. Dustin, what do you got? Which Rob Zombie movie are you coming out? <laughs> no, no Rob Zombie movie this time. It's uh, my number seven is the is Saw one and two. That's I two forgot movies. about Saws. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wrote one and two because they're the only like real good ones. Three is like okay, but then after that they kind of get real, real stupid. Oh, I'll let you have one and two. <laughs> so I that's what I wrote down, but yeah, uh, definitely the original Saw movie. Just it was fucked up. So it was it, the, the original Saw was definitely a a classic for its time because hadn't really seen much of anything like that. Mm, no. Ah, uh, my number seven is Sinister. Mm. We already uh, briefly touched on that about you know why we liked it, but uh, yeah, just those. Those tape scenes, man, it, it has to make my list just for those scenes alone. And plus, I enjoy rewatching it, so it's not one of those that I just discard after one watch. I still enjoy it. So, so moving on to number six. All right, my number six was was Psycho, man, the nineteen uh, sixties uh, film, Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, this film set the stage for the slasher genre. People. Like this really uh, was the predecessor to Halloween. Um, Psycho, there's one scene in there you have to see. Uh, spoiler, uh, one of the biggest jump scares in, in film period is the staircase scene where the guy's investigating that hotel and fucking Bates comes flying up the stairs with a kitchen knife at him. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's one of the best scenes I've seen on, in a horror film. Definitely yeah. a good choice. Corey, what you got, man? My number six is um, Dawn of the Dead, 1978. Uh, we talked about this recently, too. Um, yes. I don't know. It's something about that whole mall setting that I just intrigued me since I was young. I love that movie. And uh, it might have slipped a little bit over the years. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think me and Jonathan did a top 10 movies, like just overall movies, and it was in the top 10. But uh, it slipped a little bit. I watched it recently. I still love it, though. And, uh, yeah, I had to throw some uh, Romero in there. So Nice. I think I uh, I think I, I need to revisit that one because I, I haven't seen it in a long time, so. And I tend to like the older zombie flicks better, so I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely revisit Corey, that. Was that the one in the? That's the one in the mall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite of those ones too. Dustin, what you got next, man? Uh, my next one is Hostel. I forgot about that one. Ah, yeah, Hostel. I did enjoy Hostel. I was a, not a bad. Hostel, I I I wrote down Hostel one and two, but I, I won't do that again. So, <laughs> but yeah. They, I, I like both those movies for the same reason because they're just fucked up and gory. And when it comes, if I have to say one thing I like about horror, I guess it's the gory aspect of it. So, so you like torture porn? That's what we're getting at here. <laughs> but, but Dustin, it was that just, just so fucked up to like sit there and think like somebody sat down and wrote this movie, and so like what the fuck's going on in their head? 
No, but Dustin, I feel like that happened to somebody because that sounds realistic. I mean, like, I wouldn't put it past them. you fucking uber rich people like to do weird shit. So traveling overseas and shit. And then, you know, people hated Americans at that time. Remember that shit during the 2000s? Well, I mean, the human trafficking thing is such like that's still a thing. So right, yeah. I so, like it's outside the realm of possibility for shit exactly. like that to happen. So, uh, but uh, moving on, my number six is. The original Pet Cemetery. Ooh, nice. That movie, yeah. uh, even still to this day, when I watch it, kind of parts of it just give me chills. You didn't like the I mean, new it, one? No. And Pet Cemetery 2 was mostly shit, too. But, <laughs> but yeah, Pet Cemetery, See, man. That, um, that original Pet Cemetery is still creepy, that Zelda scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, that her, her sister in the bedroom, which is almost like unnecessary, but but her telling still. that story is just captivating, man. Like, yeah, it, it's it that that movie just as a whole is just it's just good, man. I just love it. Yeah. So number five, Lawrence, what's what you got there? I put Friday the Thirteenth parts three through nine. I know that's unnecessary, but I, I feel like they're part of their own era. After nine, it's like a whole other thing. I don't consider nothing after that to be within the same universe. Three like, through nine. I was getting on a Dustin for two movies. I, I know, yeah. And you bring fucking like ten of them. <laughs> Six. Because they're all they're all kind of the same, like they're all the same. Like really, they they have the same teenagers that get killed at this camp, Crystal Lake, almost the same way, with the exception of maybe five. But they're all pretty much the same. But you said you said something last time when we were talking about Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. You said that that was the truest Jason you got because there wasn't really any comedy in it. This was just Jason at his best, man, killing. You know. Teenagers that, camping. That, yeah, so. that was the premise of the guy that was retarded who was picked on, who got revenge against the cool guys, and that was the third one. He wasn't a zombie or nothing or a demon coming back from the grave. It was just this straight up, just guy in the woods killing people with an axe. That's why I like the third one. So I'll say Friday Thirteenth Part Three. Then. And that is why I made my honorable mentions. All right. So Corey, what do you have for number five? I gotta say, my top five almost could like shift day by day. Oh, <laughs> they're, me they're too, so man! Close. Like y'all have already said, movies that I'm like regretful <laughs> that I didn't at least put in my honorable yeah, mentions or on my list somewhere. <laughs> but my number five is John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, yeah, uh, I, that movie has. I mean, it's like isolation horror it's a monster movie it's body horror uh great cast kurt russell uh keith david um just all that awesome movie so watch it every like winter too because it's so you know the snow setting and everything oh yeah it's, it's a great winter movie like good winter horror what you got dustin yeah go ahead dustin for number five i went with uh cabin fever Oh, good choice. That. I like that. Another Basically Eli like uh, the Evil Dead, uh, more modernized. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed Cabin in the Woods. I think it's kind of a No, no I that... said Cabin Fever. Yeah, he said oh, Cabin never Fever. mind. <laughs> 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 well, never mind. Cabin Fever. 
I take I back everything I just said. <laughs> it's easy to get them confused, though. I mean, they're not the same movie, but uh, anyways, yeah, <laughs> cabin fever. Good job, Greg. Oh, so, so do you take back that it's good, Greg? Are you like? Oh, okay, yes, I'm absolutely. Cool. I, I hated cabin fever. <laughs> It was another one of those weird, gory movies. Uh, I, it had a lot of really dumb parts in it, though. Like Lawrence, the way it ends is dumb. Lawrence, you will greatly appreciate my number five. Go ahead. Number five on my list is Christine. Oh, freak! I forgot I, to put that on here. I absolutely love that movie. <laughs> it's unique. It's a freaking car that's like, I guess, possessed and Killing kills people. people. Had the best bully character of all time in it. I mean, there's just there's so many scenes in that movie that I just absolutely love, and it's my favorite car of all Man, time. Yeah, Greg, so. I thought of that in my list, but when I went to put pen to paper, I forgot all about that. One. Yeah, Christine. my dad actually named his Camaro Christine it's after just the movie. An iconic movie, man, mm-hmm. and it's I mean, it's not a bad movie. It's good. So another John Carpenter. Yep. So number number four on your list. Okay, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one for me. Uh, I watch it every Halloween. I show my brothers this. It's I love this film. It gets better. Like the first time I watched it, it was like, oh, it's okay, you know. The more I watch it, the more I like it because it's so twisted and demented from beginning to end. Like, can you imagine that premise? Like, you can't wake up from a nightmare. <laughs> like, think about the last time you had a nightmare that you wanted to wake up from. Breaking the uh, breaking the uh, order here, I'll go ahead and say I agree with you 100%, and that's also why it is number four on my list. Nice. Because <laughs> you basically said everything that I wanted to say about it. I mean, it was it was unlike any of the other Nightmare on Elm Streets. It was easily the best one out of all of them, and it was actually scary, which you know is how yeah. Freddy Krueger is supposed to be. Y'all are cute with your same number fours. <laughs> Matching force. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Corey, what do you got for number four? Uh, so I'm back to John Carpenter again. Oh, they said back uh, to one, the future. No. One of the, one of the most atmospheric horror movies, I think, is John Carpenter's The Fog. And that's my number Ooh, yeah. four. So I uh, love, love that movie. So there's the fog and there's the mist. Which one was like? They're not related, right? That's all. No, no, no. They're they're. I guess in the fog, it's like ghosts. In the fog, in the mist, it's monsters. Right. So they're both good, though. The mist. I love the pacing of the fog. The pacing of the fog is what makes that movie so good. Yeah. Messed up my camera. Uh. So my number four is actually this sounds dumb, but I haven't. It's, <laughs> what is it? Toy Story. Well, I got I got my girlfriend to help me make this list. So it's a movie I haven't seen, but I need. She said it's her favorite horror movie, so I wanted to include it in my list and plan on watching it this weekend. But Insidious I have as my number four. So she told me she gave me the synopsis. It sounds pretty awesome. So. I'll check it out this weekend. Yeah, you love it. Dude. Let me know what you think about it because I did like Insidious, <clears throat> and I've already told my number four. So we'll go yeah, ahead we and know. jump uh, back into you, Lawrence. Number fours. 
Yeah, I know. It makes you jealous or something. I don't fucking know. We got magic underwear and shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so number three, Texas Chainsaw 1974. We we touched on this time and time again. The scene where he first appears, that's all you need to know with this film. Definitely. Definitely classic, uh, classic movie. Corey, what about you? Well, my number three is a movie that I absolutely love. Everyone used to shit on this movie when I was a kid, especially <laughs> the video store. Oh, I can't really encourage you not to rent this movie. But my number three is Halloween three. Um, what? Oh, oh. <laughs> that's represented with the mask back there. I actually love that mask. Um, I got all three of them actually. But uh, where's the pumpkin one? It's it's back here behind the stand. It's oh, okay. kind of hidden. Um, but yeah, I mean, I the more I watch it, the more I love it. It's it's a Halloween night watch for me every year. Uh, kind of replaced the original Halloween for that. And uh, how dare you? I just think it's a it's a great little movie. So I actually, when I rewatched it, I actually enjoyed it more too. It got shit on because it wasn't a Myers movie, but it wasn't yeah. a bad movie. Yeah, it's really Dude, good. I, I, I tried watching it, Corey. Man, I tried the first. I need to rewatch it again, but I actually had to just stop it and, and check out of it. It was the beginning is slow for some reason. What do you think? Does it does it have a good pace or? I don't know, man. He chases that dude down and breaks his, uh, you know, like forces his nose up into his brain in the first like ten minutes in that hospital, and then lights himself on fire. In the car, that's what you, know, you call a slow start. <laughs> well, like to, first... to figure out what's going on, because I was confused. I seen, I remember that part, but it was like, what is it ultimately about? Wasn't it like the masks they're putting in, like chips in them or something to control kids or something? Yeah, basically. I mean, there it was just like a they were trying to kill off the kids. It was like a uh, oh, kind of a revenge that? thing. So, uh, well, give it another shot and, and keep will. your keep your mind open to the fact that. I hate this argument. Everyone says this. If they just called it Season of the Witch, it would have been a lot better. It would have done a lot better. I think that's a lazy argument. I think their idea was cool. They were going to try to start up new franchises every year based on Halloween. And everyone bitched, of course, because they wanted Myers back. But um, I got another shot. Yeah. 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 All right, Dustin, so we didn't skip over you. What do you got for your uh, number four? Or number three, I'm sorry. Number three, I have Army of Darkness. Oh, okay. not a bad three. one. Definitely a classic. A lot of people love that. Uh, have you at least seen it, or is this another one? Yeah, that- no, no, that's one I've actually seen. <laughs> I really love that movie. It's a classic. My- that one I have seen, but it has been a while. My number three is a movie that, even after seeing a more modernized version of it, I still appreciate this one better. And that is the original It with Tim Curry. I consider both parts just one movie, but I, I love that movie, man. Like, just Tim Curry as Pennywise and just how creepy he was as it just did it for me. Do you like the new It movies too, though? Yeah, they're. I mean, they're good for what they are, but like, 
and I mean, they're they're not. I don't. I mean, I actually like them quite a bit. They just they don't yeah, have we, they don't we, have that same setting as the originals did. And like we he touched on this before, Greg, with Tim Curry. It's like he was he's like a real clown. He wasn't like creepy or scary, but he was like someone you didn't want around your kids. Like he was weird. Like he was how a clown should be scary. Well, what I liked about the original was how much he individually tormented each one of them and just like the small little things he did to fuck with them. And I feel like the new ones didn't touch on that enough. They just, they went more with the spooky house thing instead of him, you know, terrorizing the whole town because the original it, things would just happen throughout the town. People would ignore like, you know, just weird shit, like balloons just appearing everywhere. And people act like they're not there because they want to, you know, not acknowledge that he's there. So I just, I don't know, man. I love that movie. I watch it every time I catch it on. And that brings us to number two. We're almost there. We're almost to number one, man. I, I can't wait to hear y'all. Okay. Our Blair Witch Project was my number two. I watched this oh. one. I don't even have to watch this Halloween. I watch it every year just because I need, it's like, it's so well done to me, for me. Uh, I love the the found footage effect, but I like how natural it seems. It looks like you're watching a real. I know that people know that it's not real, but the way it's it's the woods. You yeah, know, the, the woods was it. a great, great. And uh, those woods were like a character in itself, right? Yes, like that's, that's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah, the woods itself was just scary. And how they start to slowly lose their minds over the course of you know the whole trip. Like, is there a ghost fucking with them? Is there the witch out there? They're not alone. You know that. And it's like the way they build all these things up. It's just trippy. I love it. I watch it every year. Man. I could, I could see that as a number two, definitely. And on to Corey. Um, well, I'm almost, I'm almost, I almost like tingle with anticipation with Corey's because he always shocks me every time. I'm actually going to do a little something here. I'm going to flip my two and one. So I'm going to move my what I have for number one down to two and make uh, my number two number one, just for the sake of a little more drama in the end. All right. Okay. So, so my number two is Halloween. Okay. You know, that All was right. my original number one. That's pretty, like, easy to see. So I'll, I'll make that change right here. Because these two are close anyway. Uh, but, uh, you know, what can I say about Halloween? It's, it's a classic... And uh, I think enough's been said about Halloween. So yeah, you know what? I am gonna take a I'm gonna take a thing out of Corey's book here, and I'm gonna do the same. I'm gonna switch my number one and number two because mine was also originally Halloween, and mine was Halloween too. So I should have done the same thing had I known. <laughs> so all of us, all of us are switching our number one and number two. I take it, but Halloween, man, there to me that is the perfect movie. There is there are scenes in that movie. That even though it was done so long ago, like when I see him, I'm just like, it, it's like a stroke of genius to me. And then the fact that Carpenter did all the music to it and the music is just so perfect. I mean, it's it's really just a perfect horror film when you break it down. It, it's it's hard to find flaws in that movie. I, someone said it like this. I was watching someone. They were like, it's the best ghost story about a guy who's not dead. Because the way that they tell the story. Oh, yeah, Myers, that is a good description. Then they, they you, it's like you, you build his legend up. Then when you see him in action, it just builds like all that in one thing to the end. 
and the ending where he's not dead, you know, saying like yeah. it just adds to it. I'll never forget. I used to try to say like before I saw Halloween two, like on the ending, I'm like, he's in the tree, he's hiding in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, dude, I was like, dude, I was like uh, seven when I seen that movie, and uh, there was this one my babysitter loved all the Myers. She had us, she let us watch it, and when that end scene where the doctor looks over after shooting him and he's just gone. I was like, what? And then the music kicks in. Don't forget that music kicks back in. I couldn't sleep that night. Dude, that's a, yeah. So, so Dustin, we know mine. We know Lawrence's, what our initial number one was. We swapped it. So, what what do you got there, man? Are you swapping yours or are you keeping it? He isn't at number two yet, has he? No, I haven't said my number two yet. My number two is uh, Evil Dead. Corey kind of already touched on it but yeah just uh cla- another classic fucking movie all right so we're to number one and oh man i i can't wait to hear y'all's number one since you we swapped them up now but Jess's list there real quick before we oh yeah absolutely yeah. I, I had my my top 10 list up sorry jess i was covering the chat so Jess here has Top Horror Slasher Flakes, Nightmare on Elm Street, number one. Definitely good choice. Nice. Friday the 13th, the original Jess? or That's his, his uh, series. So, like, ah, gotcha. he's listening by series. Halloween, <clears throat> Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Child's Play. Definitely a great for a slasher list. Thanks for joining the chat, Jess. You, you, you're right in time for our number one. And uh, Lawrence, you got the honors of giving yours my, first. My number one was Halloween, man. <laughs> no, you already told us that. You said you switched it. Yeah, we switched, yeah, we switched, them switched up. So it. Giving, but I, or your I, number I, two. I gave you number two. What was your number two? Blair Witch Project was that. Oh, oh we shit. did. Yeah, that's right. You already said I never that. told well, you. I felt like two. we skipped somebody. Dustin, we skipped you, didn't we? You... No. My number two is Evil Dead. Do your right. number two, Greg. My number, t- my number two, which I switched. Oh, to you, you flipped them though, right? I yeah. did. Go ahead, go ahead, start. <laughs> it was Poltergeist. Nice. It, it, it's oh, it's hard. One, actually, it's very hard to top that movie, man. With you know the the whole Carol Ann and the TV and just the creepy shit that happened. The, the whole movie that way, the, the way that movie set up from beginning to end, and then the climax of it was just perfect. The fucking chairs. Oh yeah, <laughs> the weird shit that was happening. But yeah, it, that, I for, actually forgot all about that movie. But yeah, that one is definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, ca- cast was great. The saw that story when I was, was little, great. so it definitely scared me. And then the reveal at the very end that they had bought the house on that like on Indian, Indian burial ground, and then all the coffins yeah. and all stuff the, like, like yeah, shit coming, comes yeah, out of the ground. <laughs> it's just fucking insane, man. It's a, great, it's a great off. movie. Yeah. yeah, it's it's awesome. And Corey, did you give your number two or? No, not yet. You ready? Go ahead, Corey. I'm ready for it. <laughs> this is the movie that I don't know. It seems like a lot of people kind of shit on over the last little while from what I heard, but uh, I've always loved this movie. I may have introduced this to you, Greg, back in the day, but uh, Phantasm. Oh yeah. I just Phantasm. love the the uh, of course the tall man, the whole funeral home setting. 
It always kind of freaked me out. So uh, you want to talk about a movie where ambiance kind of freaked you out and yeah. setting that? That's definitely one. I gotta watch that one. I've never seen it. I swear I, mean, I watch a lot. So and I actually never saw that final phantasm they did before that guy died. Oh, dude, it's like worse than Sharknado. I wouldn't waste my time with but, it. Oh man. <laughs> but Lawrence, if you want to watch them, watch one and two. Those are the two must watch. A yep. lot of people like two better than one. So check them out. I still got to watch the Hellraiser part two. I've seen part one, so I got to add it. You'll enjoy part two much more, especially if you like the pinhead character. Uh, Orc Orc one five one four five six two six says, uh, "Well, he said uh, showed the wrong one. The Phantasm theme is the shit." Yeah, it's awesome music in there. So. Oh yeah, I need to rewatch those movies. Honestly, see that's my thing, man. Like. I'm constantly wanting to rewatch shit, so I like have to write it down because I'll forget about it. Because I've just reached that point where I enjoy watching the older horror stuff better than I do the new. Yeah. All right. So are the lists complete, or what are we? The lists are yeah. complete. So Kevin, you forgot about me. Oh yeah, I'm I knew somebody was my missing. number one. God, <laughs> poor Dustin. What is Tina's number one? Assholes. No, it's actually my number one, and it but. Tina did introduce me to it, but I have watched it, actually watched it. And it's uh, Cabin in the Woods, which you almost fucking ruined it. But <laughs> <laughs> Cabin Fever. I fucking love movie. that movie with the the whole, like, they have to keep the beast away and the, all the monsters, every monster is in there. Just the, the whole concept is great. That's Josh Whedon. Uh, yeah, I can tell it was, yeah, it's him. Yeah. I love the story, uh, Lawrence, the characters, the monsters, all of it. Orc says, uh, since you haven't seen Phantasm, you need to look up the theme before the movie. Yes, before sir. You watch I, it. I, I'll definitely check that out. Um, I Just a question, Dustin, because I'm just curious. Like, why, why do you think you don't like horror? I just don't. I, it, it just doesn't appeal to me. Like, I... I have never been into horror movies. It's not because they scare me or anything it's, like that. Just, they scare them. That's what I it just is. don't <laughs> like them. A lot of them are this pretty much the same concept. Somebody, a family moves into a house and there's some kind of fucking ghost. Let, or let me tell you. Shit. And it's just the, there's always like B actors. It's just, I just don't really like a lot of horror movies. Corey, I'm going to say they scare him and I'm going to tell you why. This dude used to come over to my house and stay till late hours. We'd be watching Sopranos or whatever. And then towards the end of the night, when it went time for him to leave, I would have to walk him to his car because he was scared to walk out there because of how dark it was. Well, it's fucking pitch black where you live, you fucking asshole. And you wouldn't put the fucking porch light on or your porch light was broken or whatever. So I'm trying to walk out in my fucking car when I can't see shit. So, I was yeah. just curious. I was just curious because you were you've talked about like that ghost app and like all the UFO shit, and it seems to go hand in hand with no, you know like in horror. I mean, but. I don't, I don't, I don't really like the dark, but I'm really not. They, horror <laughs> movies really don't scare me. I really think they're dumb. Honestly, that's really why I don't like them. I mean, I like like the violent ones, but like. The more like psychological ones, stuff like that. Yeah. So even the slasher flicks, like the ones about just like a, a killer, like that's not anything paranormal. Those bother you too? No, I I like some of those. Some of them are a lot of them. Like I said, a lot of them are the same shit. College girls or whatever. Some guys, but like Halloween and stuff, 
I like those. The Rob Zombie movies. Shit that's gory. So you really just don't like the uh, the ones that deal with a lot of the paranormal stuff, sounds like. Yeah, I don't know. They've never really appealed to me. You kind of got me... You kind of got me into watching them more. I did force before. you to go to the theater to see a bunch of them. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> he says, "Go Patriots." Dude likes your jersey, Justin. And and my uh, yeah, go Patriots. And my daughter really Patriots. loves horror movies. So and so does my girlfriend. So I've been watching more horror movies now. So well, good. Yeah, give give them a chance, man. They're they're my favorite genre for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, go ahead, go ahead, I will say that these lists did not go how I expected them to, and like Corey was saying, they could it could honestly change. Like we could do this list again next week, and I guarantee at least probably five or six of mine would not be on there. It'd be just something else. All right. We yeah. should do a, a top movie list, like Corey was talking about, like a top all time. But top actually. I was thinking about like trying to maybe do something where we work this in as like a regular segment where we just do a top 10 of like whatever, you know, we always start the show with something like that. I'm, t- yeah. I'm totally down with that. Top $10 tree foods. <laughs> just, uh, just try to give us more than a uh, 12 hour notice. Not even 12 hour notice. Dude, I, for- I forgot was- about this until yesterday. I compiled my list yesterday during our creepy. You text me at we like done. four o'clock. I was getting ready to sit down and eat with my girlfriend. I was like, oh, I got to make a fucking list of horrors. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we're called the slacker cast for a reason, man. You got to just be ready for this shit. I mean, I want to ask you this, Dustin, uh, since you had a lot of Rob Zombie on there. One of his movies I really like is, um, Lords of Salem. Or have you seen that one? Oh, yeah. No, I like that, too. My girlfriend did mention that one, and I guess there's another one called 13, I think she said. 30, 31. I, 31, I heard that's yeah. pretty shitty, but... <laughs> she said uh, well, she said she actually loves... She, that's her favorite of the Rob okay. Zombie. So, I do know some people like it, but uh, I really like Lords of Salem. But. Yeah, she said she mentioned that one in, in 31, so I'm going to sit down and watch all these movies that she's given me. Cause she Whoa. she loves horror movies, so she probably would have been better than me for the list. Should, should, should have had her in here doing this. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's right. asleep. So Lawrence, I, I'm I'm shocked a movie didn't make your list because I think you kind of consider this a horror movie. What's that? I, I'm very shocked that Tusk didn't make your list. No, I was thinking that. <laughs> I, I was thinking that when he brought up the House of a Thousand Corpses, because I thought about the fish dude. But uh, Tusk, I, that was one that would have not been on there. I don't I don't like it. It's just weird. Yes, that was the Kevin. Was that that was the Kevin Smith yeah. movie, right? That didn't get any distribution. He had to like do it all himself. Yeah, it had Johnny Depp in there, which is weird. But uh, I'm drinking water today, guys. By the way, no alcohol. Oh man, how disappointing. There's a there's a couple I left out just for the sake of enough people question whether they're horror or not. Uh, Alien for one, which I think is more horror than than. It's not. definitely a thriller. But it's a bit more thriller than sci-fi, but also like one one of my favorite movies of all time is Jaws, and yeah, surprise Jaws and making. Well, I I I left that out on purpose just because. I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sharks aren't killers, dude. That would actually maybe be a good list we could do in the future, like a Jaws was the ten, top ten thrillers list, but that would be hard for me, man, because I I that's probably my second favorite genre. Greg would have like seven lifetime movies on his thriller list. 
But Greg, yeah. you brought up a lot of Stephen King. What do you think of Langoliers? That's one of my favorite ones of those. You know what's funny is I never I had never seen that until just recently when you told me to watch it. I think I watched it like maybe just about a, two years ago, and like I loved it, man. Even though it looks like shit at the end. The shit, yeah, it. people always complain about the shit quality. But I, I like love that. Adds to it. I love that that it's cheap looking. The, the Langoliers look like garbage, but it's that's what adds to the mystique of it. Yeah, it was another uh, another movie that like I I loved the build to the end. Yeah. So, uh, no no one put a uh, what was that what was that fucking movie about the cats that we always watched the Stephen King movie Corey Sleepwalkers is that what it was? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Nobody had that on there. No, no one had because it's shit. Jess says he also. Uh, Enjoyed Langoliers. Everyone has to mention the awful CGI. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he's doing over there. Sorry, I had to get get something down. Um, so what about I, Cu- oh, go ahead, Tori. Oh, yeah, what about Cujo, the, the dog one? I think fucking Cujo sucks. That's just me. <laughs> you know, of, sit, see him sit in a car for half hour. Yeah, the, the weird thing about Cujo, man, is like I almost don't even consider it a horror movie. Like I don't really know what the fuck you would call it. <laughs> what the, yo, I only ever see the ending of it. I never see the beginning, middle, or nothing. I was like, you're not on missing TV. anything. He's probably like, seeing the best part, which ain't much. So I, I gotta ask. I haven't looked at anything. Did anything big come out of that UFO shit? I haven't even had a chance to look. Yeah, I, 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 I plan on. One Go of ahead, my Dustin. friends posted something on Facebook saying that they hadn't really, uh, they hadn't really released anything. Pretty much the same shit they've been saying, like that they see UFOs every day and all this other every shit. day. So, yeah, they, I thought uh, it was once in a while. What the no, there was some of the pilots came out and said that they were seeing UFOs every single day when they were doing flight flight ops out in the out there. Pretty sure. big fucking news. I was reading a bunch of the uh, declassified PDFs that uh, came out, I think, earlier this year. And, like, most of them that I see on there is just, like, the pilots talking about things that they've seen that move from, you know, X to Y and certain amount of speed. Like, it's probably a balloon. Almost, all, like, like five out of ten of them was, like, probably a balloon. Probably a balloon. It's probably what they're told to say. And you, know I, what? you know, honestly, they're That's not very good point. really tell us anything real detrimental at least not yet it's too much of a slow build they're not going to just be like yeah there's aliens and here they are well fuck they've been building this shit for 40 years since i was a fucking baby so i don't know but they're How much just of a slow build do you need actually acknowledge that it's could be a real thing because for the most part it's just been well, the, the thing is, is they can't really deny it anymore because technology is so good now and people can present their own evidence very easily. So, I mean, even it, a lot of it, even though a lot of it's, you know, bullshit, that's the legitimate I, stuff is still out there. So That's what I said. They're going to they're gonna tell you, like, what they want to tell you up to a point. I mean, they'll never come out and say, oh, yeah, we have bodies from Roswell. You know, thing. Even if they did, they would not say that. But they'll say, "Oh, there's yeah, there's un- unidentified objects in the sky uh, because, like you said, cameras are so good now that 
Do y'all believe that there was bodies at Roswell that they had found? I'm gonna say this, man. I think I, I think Bob Lazar was probably spot on with what he was saying, the kind of shit that was going on. Well, he claims that he's seen aliens, like the actual aliens in Area 51. So, and just because how much they focus on like discrediting this guy's story, usually when the nuts come out like that, talking about I've seen this, I worked here. The fucking media, like the, you know, the higher ups and like the NSA, CIA, and such like that, don't even comment on it. They're like, I have no comment on that. That's stupid. But with Bob Lazar, they're like, you know, they're making it a point. Like, no, this is bullshit. He's, he's lying. Usually, yeah. they just dismiss it immediately. So there, there might be something to be said to that. But uh, yeah, y'all see any movies lately? Uh. I have not. I haven't. I, haven't. I haven't. I I was watching. I was mostly trying to catch up on that Castlevania anime on Netflix, which is fucking fantastic. By the way, if you like the Castlevania stuff, mm, I, I can saw say Crow it's, for the first time. Oh you yeah, you, you did tell me that. But tell us about Crow because I've been waiting. Well, I've I watched it because like you know when I'm at work. I always bring up Star Wars, and every chick hates Star Wars. Man, I don't care what they say. Everyone I talk to that's a female, they hate Star Wars. They don't talk about it. They either like the Harry Potter. Females, bro. Well, I mean, I guess so. But they, they, but they love the crow. <laughs> they, for whatever reason, the crow is is one that they uh, they always bring up. Doesn't matter which who it is. But I so I watched it, and I mean, I loved it. I'm like, I should have seen this one. And uh, what's your thoughts on it? Anyone else seen it? I knew I you would love it love just it. by how dark it is. Yeah. <laughs> Such a sad story behind it, uh, you know, with Brandon Lee, but it's really good. I like that story. It's a good. It's another good, like, Halloween-type movie to watch. My question, my question is, how the fuck does that happen? How do you mistakenly load a live round into a gun that's supposed to be a blank? There's a whole huge chain of events that led to that. There's two places you can see that uh, on Shutter, which is like a horror uh, streaming service. Yeah, there's a a um, show on there called Cursed Films or something like that, and they did an episode of about the crow. They did also a uh, they did a Poltergeist one, and they actually talked to Craig T. Nelson, which I'd never heard him talk about Poltergeist. Ooh, yeah, I need to I need to check uh, that out. But also, I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. Unsolved Mysteries did a whole like chain of events uh, thing back in the day about the crow. So uh, it's kind of interesting if if you can find that on YouTube or something. Since you brought back up Poltergeist again, how did you like the sequel? Two's alright. I I don't remember much about three. I I don't think it's like great. Well, like here. The thing that makes two so crazy is the story leading up to it about that little girl passing away and such both like daughters, that. Both daughters died young. So Yeah, so I mean it's uh the other the other girl was murdered by her boyfriend or whatever, so what Tra- tragedy surrounding that maybe. Yeah. Right. On and off screen. And the and the uh when you hear the story about like some of those skeletons used in the pool scene were real and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. 
But Lawrence, I want to go back to the crow because you, we and you talked a lot more about this when we were dashing earlier. You were not so quiet about it. You were talking about you're like you're like I don't want to live in this city. Yeah. Like, what's with these cities and these movies? What the fuck city was that? Like, what do you do for fun there? Because everything is like an alleyway. Like, there's no. <laughs> Everywhere's like an abandoned building, or it's it's junky. So there's nowhere you can go that's like. It's just cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no, it's so just it, chill. So, is it worse than Gotham? Yeah, it's right up there with Gotham, man. It's the Gotham Seven and uh, uh, Dark City. I don't want to live there. <laughs> Actually, like, no, Gotham would be better. They at least have fairs there sometimes, like the Gotham Fair and such. Yeah, where the Joker's always crashing or something, or the fucking Two Face. So, <laughs> no, fuck Gotham. <laughs> You know, I was I was uh, I was talking with a friend of mine earlier, and he sent me a message talking about he's like how he rewatched the original RoboCop, and how it still lives up to this day. And I'm like, yes, that movie is yeah, fucking great. Detroit is still that fucked yeah. up. <laughs> oh, it's an awesome movie. Oh yeah, I, I love it. Who was the guy who played Clarence? What's his real name? I know he's I call him Red I, Foreman because it's that same show. <laughs> oh. Uh, I don't know his name. You know what I love? What scene I love in that movie? But that I just was, that always cracks me up, especially when I see it today. It's when he comes when he comes to kill that one guy. Uh, that uh, uh, what the what was the guy? Uh, the one that was running the whole program, OCP, that was trying to take over. Dick, what was his name? Dick something. Is anyone in the chat? No, <laughs> please help us. <laughs> anyway, but like. I can't think of it. He, he, sent, he sent he sent a you know red foreman to go assassinate that guy that was like his competition the one that created ed 209 or robocop was running that whole program like when when he first busts through the door that guy's in there partying with those two chicks and the first thing he says he's like bitches leave <laughs> <laughs> i'm like all right you wouldn't question him neither because the way he said it, you would immediately just get up and just. <laughs> and then, he, then he plays that fucking video of the guy talking to him, and then fucking ends up just killing the guy. It's it's a brutal Clarence, movie, man. Dude, Clarence Bodker, that was his name. You know what scene in that movie fucked with me as a as a kid though? Like I couldn't watch it because of how bad it bothered me. Is whenever like towards the end when they're in that factory, and like he's driving that OCP truck. And like that guy's has already got that acid poured all over him, and he's like, you know, going in the middle of the road doing that, and fucking they hit him with the car, and he just splatters. Man, that that scene <laughs> fucked with me. I, I couldn't take it. Just thinking someone would splatter like that when you hit him was like, oh. <laughs> Remember when uh, RoboCop tag team with Sting? What? <laughs> like, that, was that was WCW. Yeah. Did that really happen? Yeah, I think so. Oh That's God. probably better than RoboCop 3. Did you, did you see Sting made a return to the ring? He's been on yeah. AEW for like months. Oh, well, I mean, I just saw something on TikTok. Okay, today speaking of that, what's the hell their deal with like signing all these washed up WWE guys? Like they just signed Mark Henry. Because they're trying to get ratings, I guess. Mark Henry, Let them retire. Ratings, I'm sorry. 
Let Mark Henry retire. He's he's already served his time. Man. I uh, I think they're mostly using him for backstage stuff, like Paul White and them. Because I mean, AEW's got a lot of people back there who don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like as far as like writing the writing team and stuff like that. That's why some of their storylines are so fucking off the wall. So I think they might be hiring on a lot of those guys to just put together stuff. Guys who know the business. And I mean, well, plus it's plus it's also a slap in the face to Vince. So yeah, I'm speaking sorry, of which. Corey, did you hear about them buying uh, New Japan? Greg told me I, that. But. I don't think they're buying it. They're going to work with them, though. Yeah, see, so yeah. a friend of mine showed me a tweet where they said they – it said WWE's acquisition of New Japan. And now, you know, what I read was, like, they're going to try to work with him, and it looks like uh, if that goes through, Daniel Bryan's going to do some New Japan shows and stuff like that, so. You know what I think? I think Vince McMahon really fucking wants Switchblade Jay White because that guy is fucking just star power over there. I'm sure he'll show up if, uh, you know, they make that deal. So I'd mark out. not going to lie. I'd completely mark out. I'm sorry. Like, I, I know there's, like, fans of it, but I think, I think AEW's shit. <laughs> It mostly is. It, there, there's some, there's some good stuff there, but like, most of it is, is, is like fast forward through it and get to the good stuff. They started out real strong, but I don't know. Well, the problems they keep trying to throw all these people at us that were indie stars that not the average wrestling fan knows who the fuck they are and then they're not doing anything to build them properly they're just immediately throwing them in main events with people like like they'll do shit that doesn't make sense like for example if you want to build somebody like orange cassidy like you know he's pretty popular over there like a guy like him what you do is you throw him in the main event with the champion and you have him like you know either almost beat the champion or you have him actually get a pin over the champion to build him up, and then the champion beats him after that. Now, what AEW will do is like make him have his good fire or something like that, and then the champion just fucking beats him one, two, three. I'm like, what was the fucking point? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, can't remember what I was going to say now. Um, I don't know. They're just making a lot of mistakes. So. Well, if you want to hear somebody tear it apart, just listen to Cornette's podcast. He will, uh, he oh, pulls no punches. Yeah. No. <laughs> so did y'all eat anywhere special or anybody here have gone anywhere to try anything new? I ate up at Olive Garden today for dinner. How was that? Do they, do they suck now? Because Greg said they did. Yeah, they kind of suck now. They just they're, ain't what they used to be, man. They're not what they used to be. And their menu's, like, limited now since COVID and just, I don't know. I, I haven't really enjoyed – I mean, the food was good. It was good and all, but I just haven't been blown away by going to you, Olive Garden. This is what's weird about Olive Garden is, like, back in the day when you go – when you used to go, it was, like – it was that. It was, like, mind-blowing. You're like, oh, my God, this is so fucking good. It was. <laughs> like, like, now when you go – it's still good. Like you can't ever go and say like, "Oh, this was shit," but it's like that. Like mind blowingness is just gone. It's it's just like just yeah, like okay. chain. Yeah. It's chain almost restaurant. a step above fast food nowadays. But, Salute yeah. is my favorite Italian place to go yeah, to. I've, ne I've never been there. There you go. Missing out, bro. That's like yeah. my, one of my favorite restaurants of all so time. So, Lauren, since you asked the question, you did, you did yes, eat something did. too I, recently. 
Yeah, I went to El Satillo's and uh, well, some yeah, best the Mexican restaurant. I had the uh, the tacos de lengua, which is like beef tongue or some shit like that. It's, it's exactly tongue. what it is. It's cow tongue. That's what it is. So uh, I, I did that. I ate cow tongue tacos. And uh, I don't know what to say. I, it's like I couldn't get the idea that I was eating something's tongue out of my head. Yeah, yeah, that's I, the I, only I, thing that fucked with it. And then it has like a, I'm not going to say a rubbery texture, but you can tell it's it's got that. It, just imagine what a tongue would be like cooked. And then like imagine that in your I mouth. don't want to. Mm, yummy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I kind of get that. So the, the taste was all right. It had a, a kind of a little bit of aftertaste, but it might have been the onions. It had a. It was pretty good. <laughs> but uh, other than that, it was a texture and just knowing you were eating a cow tongue that kind of messed. So when me you up. were when you said the texture, so when you were eating it, did it like did the texture feel like you were eating a tongue? You did. <laughs> oh man, I I can't do that. I, I can't you fucking just, do it. I don't know, like, have you ever eaten liver or something like that? Where it's like, yeah. you think it's going to taste like beef when you bite into it. It's a whole other texture with, like, liver and shit. So it was like that. Like, it looks like like just beef, you know, regular just steak pieces. But then you bite it, it's like it has more of a mushier kind of a taste. you like so, that idea? Uh, so I'll, I'll add my little weird thing that I tried new. So like you know I I have a Filipino uh, Filipino wife so I I'm always trying new shit that Are you bragging, I would have never had before. I tried this uh it's called what it is is it's a duck egg, but they sit it in salt water for like two months and let it sit in salt water for two months then they boil it afterwards, and it like it absorbs all the salt so it's you know instantly salty so. I tried one of these with some uh, with some synagogue that my wife made, which is like a, a Filipino soup, and it was weird, man. Like it, it's not, it's like like a chicken egg, but like not like a chicken egg. Like it's the egg, the the whites of it has a weird, more rubbery taste, and the yolk was mushy. And I can't I can't do a mushy yolk, man. Like I I had to scrape the yolk out because it was. It was grossing me out. It almost made me feel like I was eating something that was partially developed, like I did when I ate balut. <laughs> I can't but believe yeah, it. Tell what balut is. That's crazier than what you just said. Basically, the same thing I just described. Only it's a fertilized duck egg, and the the duck inside is half developed. They like ferment it for like two yeah. months, and some people eat that shit. I don't, but I don't know. It's like it's like eating a Mardi Gras cake, but the baby was real. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need to bring Chung Bung in and ask him how he eats balut. <laughs> oh yeah, I like that balut. I love balloons. I just sound redneck. He doesn't sound like that. <laughs> Chung Bung is an, a beautiful Asian. Oh yeah, that's man. right. That was the other guy that came that uh came in last night. Well, I forget what he called him. Uh, I think it was Raw Dog Cards '84 or something. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Why this the raw? This was his buddy. It's a play on words. It's, it's card lingo for raw cards. I only sell raw. I don't sell graded cards. I only sell raw cards. So sounds like words. a sex thing to me. Yeah, I think so too. Is it a sex thing? No, it's not a sex thing. But Corey, you got the radio station coming on, like 
what channel will that be on in my car? Can I can I tune in? <laughs> All you got to do is have the app and uh, run it through your car that way. So live three sixty five app. So what's the radio? Is it going to be like your internet stuff, like on YouTube, or is it a whole another thing? So there's a uh, like mainly through the day is like classic nineties alternative. And then in the evenings, we have like some horror mystery theater type stuff. And then all night oh, cool. is Art Bell. So Sweet. classic Art Bell, of course, because he's dead. So, yeah. <laughs> no, new Art Bell, man. He's, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's about uh, all I got, gentlemen. I guess uh, if y'all don't have anything else, we'll uh, go ahead and wrap this episode up. A quick one. Yeah. What do we got I mean, planned next week, though, whenever you come back from your trip? Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, I'll go ahead and uh, throw that out there. There will not be a podcast next week because I will be out of town. So um, I'm going back home to Indiana. So I don't know. Maybe maybe Corey will be doing something, and I'll appear uh, live in studio there. We'll see, we'll see we'll set it up. That'd be cool. We can set it up. Yeah. It just, it just depends on how much time I'm going to have because I'm only going to be there for like a day and a half. So. Cool. Yeah, that's all I got planned, man. A trip to Indiana, go back home and get some of this pizza place Corey tells me is like the pizza place I loved back home. Corey, tell him that Pizza Papa John's is better than any of the other pizza places, like Brooklyn's authentic he New York pizza. He hasn't had I, mean, I, I wouldn't say I it's better than Brooklyn's, but I, I, I used to really, really fucking hate Papa John's, and I used to shit all over it all the time. But then my mom and dad got it one time when we were over there visiting, and now I'm like, it's like one of my favorite pizzas. I don't know, something Is changed. It better I guess, than in my taste buds. No, <laughs> I no, I tease Greg because he no he just... no chain pizza place is better than a than a mom and pop pizza shop. I but Pop's Pizza is my is better than Brooklyn's to me. Really. Yeah, have you had Pop's Pizza yet? I haven't. I've been, I picked up deliveries there all the time, but I've never actually had it. Yeah, their pizza is the best uh, to me, like mom and pop pizza place. Brooklyn's is definitely like a close second, but I live closer to Pop's, so. So, so let me ask this. Uh, I was giving Lawrence shit about this earlier because he was talking about like he want a good cheese pizza. I'm like, man, I was like, no, but... Why the fuck just get cheese? Only Why just get a cheese pizza? Oh, <laughs> only little. Macaulay Culkin had it in Home Alone. That's why anyone probably knows about it because that's all he would get. I actually so, get uh, just cheese a lot now. But... Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you kind of have your reasons. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like I was for a while, I was getting like a. Uh, like m- mushroom and like some veggies on there too, but I don't like, know. I keep dropping out. Uh, a lot of times now, I'll just get cheese. So. I don't know. Only kid, only little kids eat cheese pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Dustin. Yeah, only little kids eat cheese pizza. I mean, I I mean, I'm boring. I usually just get pepperoni or pepperoni and sausage, but every once in a while, I'll throw some bell pepper in there, maybe. I'm I'm the I'm a super supreme guy, man. I want as much fucking toppings on that pizza oh, as possible. Great. You would have hated me as a kid. I used to pick that shit off and keep just the. And it depends on I, the I did pizza too. place too. Like I like Domino's. I only like their thin crust. And Pizza Hut. I only like their pan pizza. I remember yeah. when I was young and my parents would order a supreme pizza. I would literally throw like a fucking fit. Like 
Oh, what are all those fucking vegetables in my pizza? I have to pick all this shit off. I still taste yeah. it. You talked about <laughs> you talked about Olive Garden going downhill. Fucking Pizza Hut's trash now, in my opinion. I know. Yeah, that's that's what what saying. It. It's probably my least favorite pizza place. Like honestly, I almost almost never get pizza from Pizza Hut. They used Yo, to seem like it used to seem like high class, like kind of fast food pizza, but it is horrible now. What happened? They used to be the like, pizza king. I don't know. Are they hiring like ex cons or something to work in there? Because every time I go in there, like they're pissed at me for like, trying to order pizza. I mean, they they started going downhill after they started charging for fucking pan pizzas. I'm just saying. Oh. It's not good. There was the something pandemic. special about going to Pizza Hut though and eating inside Pizza Hut. I did, yeah, I agree with you. I did like that. It was like, like you said, it felt special, man. Like to just mm-hmm. sit down and have your pizza brought out on that big <clears throat> wooden thing, and you get the red glass. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, back in the day in school, they used to give away the little coupons if you read enough books. Yeah. And you could go in and get the the free personal personal yes, pan pizza and. Yeah, back in the day when I lied about when I lied about how many books I read. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) get the car. So so Corey, since you're doing your AR score, they didn't have AR scores back then, man. So Corey, since since you're doing Grubhub now, I have to ask you: Have you had to do a delivery from Chuck E. Cheese yet? (laughs) No, but I'll I'll bring this up. How how often do you deal with these virtual restaurants? Because I dealt with my first one yesterday. I don't think I've... What do you mean by virtual restaurant? Like, okay, like so, uh, Wings to Go and stuff, or not Wings to Go. Oh, like yes. the ones at Chili's, like their yeah. virtual restaurant? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ruby so, Tuesdays has one too. I got this one yesterday. It was called Wow Bao, okay, which is, <laughs> I guess they're kind of like je- uh, Chinese pot sticker type things. So I hit the GPS because I never heard of this place, right? It pulls me into the Fazoli's, the fast food Italian place. <laughs> And they're making fucking Chinese shit. What? <laughs> well, from what I read is, what I read is, it's not the actual restaurant. It's just a. It's like somebody. It's like another place, and they're basically just using the kitchen. So it's still. It's like a. It's it's not Fazoli's or Chili's. It's their own staff. They're just using. They like share the kitchen. Well, well that's this, what, this was the Fazoli's manager that got the food together for me. So yeah, well, they still get I it mean, to, like at Chili's. They do the same thing. They get it all together and they put it out. They bring it out to you and stuff. But yeah, yeah that's it, what happens to me at um, Chuck E. Cheese because whenever I go to get an order from there, it's called like Pascali's Pizza or some shit like. Yeah, that. No, Chuck E. Cheese is just basic. Yeah, I don't like Ch- it. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. From what I heard, Chuck E. Cheese's virtual restaurant is literally just Chuck E. Cheese's food, <laughs> which is different from most of the other virtual restaurants. Normally, it's something different. Well, these people are fucking stupid. Why would the fuck would you want to pay twenty dollars for one of those Little Caesars quality pizzas? Hey, hey, don't, don't shit on Little Caesars, man. Watch your mouth. Oh no, I like Little Caesars, but Little Caesars is like ten bucks for a Supreme. You're gonna pay like twenty five dollars for that shit. It. Pascalis or Chuck E. Cheese or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Pascalis. My buddy Jonathan, of course, from the show, um, he orders. He was telling me about these burgers he ordered from. I can't remember the name of the place, but it was it was ended up being a virtual restaurant. He's like, God, these were the best burgers we ever had. The shit was at Denny's. 
<laughs> yeah, that's like the wing that the wing place that's in Chili's. It's called like it's just wings or something like it's that. It's like wing, yeah. It's oh yeah, just wings. That's it. Their wings are good as fuck. And they used they got rid of it, but they used to have this tr- this black truffle wing sauce that was the fucking shit, man. Best wing sauce I've ever eaten in my life, and it's spicy. So you know, if I if I'll eat spicy, then it's, it's gotta nice. be good. Speaking of your Little Caesars, man, those Parmesan wings that they have there are really good. I, see, I don't like Little Caesars wings. They, their sauces are taste ugh. They taste cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, like I never had the Parmesan. I've never had their wings before. But their, their buffalo wings are trash. I can't stand their fucking buffalo wings. To be honest, the only pizza I know is they're hot and ready. I don't even know what else they sell. <laughs> you can get any kind of pizza there, but uh, and their pizza is never hot and ready. So that cheesy bread they got is pretty fantastic. Yeah, so, that Italian have, cheese bread. Have y'all ever had anchovies on a pizza? I, I tried it one time because of the Ninja Turtles when I was little. <laughs> I, I only tried that uh, recently, like the past uh, past year and a half maybe. And, I mean, it's it's good, man. I like it. It's like a good change up. Like if you want to just do something different on your pizza, I mean, it's it's a good addition to me. Gives it that extra saltiness. That's all we need, extra salt. Uh. Right. I don't know. Dustin says I'm looking thin today, so maybe I'm doing something right here. Yeah, you angled the camera right. My fucking camera hasn't moved, okay? Is it the same yeah, thing for the past two months? He's got, it, he's got it raised up a little bit so that it looks, that it looks skinnier. You know, <laughs> the trick the girls do. At least someone calls you lard ass, dude. That would be the worst. <laughs> I've only heard people get called that in movies. Is that, is it's, that, it's lighting's definitely better. That helps. I've probably called Greg a lard ass. Is that the worst? Is that like the worst thing to be called as a fat person is lard ass? I don't know. What about fat bitch? That's pretty. I know pretty my weird. little my little bit of road rage comes out sometimes, and I'll call a fat person some name and which is stupid because I'm a fat ass myself. So <laughs> and that's why that's why we have the right. Because we're I fat guess. ourselves. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> we have the fat card. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. But uh you know, like what's worse? Calling calling a fat person lard ass or doing that music Lawrence the the trombone is always worse, man. Because you you automatically know what it is, and if you are a little bit bigger, you hear that playing. Works as fat fuck. It's my go-to classic. (laughs) That sucks. (laughs) That would suck to be called that. Actually, that that one's pretty bad. Like, like get out of here, you fat fuck. (laughs) Or when fat people fall, that's always funny. How the hell did we go from a top ten horror list to talking uh, about best words for fat that's people? How we do? That's how <laughs> we roll. Speaking of fat people falling, Greg, how's your uh, how's your head, man? I'm good. It's better. I, I don't have the. I think the concussion's mostly gone away. Yeah. It sucked good though. Playing the NFL because your career will be gone. I don't know, man. The amount. <laughs> what the fuck are you laughing for, Dustin? What's so funny? I don't know. <laughs> He's laughing the great the thought of Greg playing in the NFL. That's exactly what it is. Piece of shit. <laughs> I know exactly. What Special teams uh, standing at five foot four, two hundred and twenty five pounds. 
They'd say that punter's a fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fucking lard ass. No, dude, they would purposely fucking move the ball like Charlie Brown style. They'd be sold out. And Greg would be pissed. Oh, man. I would too, man. Like, I'm like, watch this. As soon as he runs up to kick, I'm going to move the ball. <laughs> I fucking want to kick it, fucking fall down. It's like the middle of the Super Bowl. Like, they don't even care at that point. They're just fuck with you. First time yeah. paid, pull the ball out. Man, I remember one time I was, I, was, I was going out to eat with some friends. This was with my ex wife. And we were going to eat at a Chinese restaurant in a, in a Gulf Fort. And like they had the the floor was like fucking soaked when I went in there, and like I go, I'm just trotting along, I'm all happy, getting ready to go eat, and my fucking right foot caught that wet, and it just slid completely forward. I just went back. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I landed flat on my back too. And the Dude, fucking, you fall a lot. I do, man. I'm. <laughs> I'm, you some shitty I'm starting to think right? it's on purpose. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it's on purpose. <laughs> like that one time you fell walking into your house, you like stepped in a hole. <laughs> oh man, I thought I broke my ankle. Yeah, yeah you were so pissed because I was laughing at you, and you're like, "I'm fucking hurt, asshole." Yeah, like, yeah, this fucking hurt. asshole. It's dark outside. I step in some hole. Yeah, and see, my it's ankle fucking rolls. dark outside your fucking house. And I fall down. And he's like, he's like ahead of me. What's he do? He turns around and points at me, and he's like, <laughs> "Fucking piece of shit!" You know, listen to this. Dude. Greg was in the middle of a dash, and the guy's waiting for him. As soon as he steps out of his car with the bags of food, he steps in a puddle of mud. A whole thing <laughs> almost trips and busts his ass. Gets water all over his leg, and the guys watching him. <laughs> I hate those when you walk when you pull up to a place that like the whole driveway is just fucking mud. Oh yeah, and you gotta walk through it and try to not like sink into it or get your shoes all fucked up. Like, hell yeah, take the fucking strike and just leave. Yeah, <laughs> fucking set that shit down at the end of the driveway. <laughs> uh, all right, fellas, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and call call this one a wrap. So, uh, just want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, if you like what you're listening to, just hit that like button, subscribe to us. Also, check out S'mores Indoors. Give them a like and subscribe. Uh, you got anything new coming up, Corey, that you want to talk about? Yeah, I think Sunday night uh, we'll have another Art Bell Classic show on the YouTube channel. And uh, I think the topic is uh, of the show is going to be the Philadelphia Experiment. So, Ooh, nice. Well, all right, then. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. And until next time. Select off.